Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max, and today we are going to be talking about Hobbs and Shaw, or the Fast and the Furious present, presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's probably the first and only spinoff that uh, the Fast and the Furious has done, which is kind of deviates from the main storyline. However, we take the characters of uh, DSS agent Luke, uh, Luke Hobbs, and Deckard Shaw, played by Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, and this is kind of like, I mean, it's like a, a two people, two guys on opposite ends of, I don't want to say opposite ends of the law, but two guys who don't really like each other, who are forced into action to coexist to find uh, this chemical, uh, this chemical weapon that has been, in, that is being held within the body of Deckard Shaw's sister, and she is being hunted by a rogue former Delta officer, uh, played by Idris Elba. Now, The Rock and Jason Statham's chemistry in this movie alone is, without a doubt, uncanny. It's it's amazing. It's This movie is no different from a movie like, let's say, Rush Hour or Tango and Cash, when you got two guys who... Two guys who are polar opposites of one another, but yet they're on the same mission. Uh, they're on the same mission, so to speak. You know, it's like it's no different than a buddy cop movie. Like you know, like I said, the Rush Hours, the Tango and Cash. You know, movies like that. Maybe even Lethal Weapon. And you know, you, you put two guys together who are kind of like opposites of one another, and things like that. And that's where that's where this movie kind of falls into. However, the chemistry between The Rock and Jason Statham is by far the selling point of the movie, you know, their, their chemistry together works really well, um, Idris Elba plays the villain of the film, and he's kind of the, the, the lead, I don't want to say the lead dog, because he is working for a super secret organization that we never see as a face of, we only hear the voice, and, um, there's a lot of cameos in this movie, uh, one by Kevin Hart, one by Ryan Reynolds, and, um, you know, this movie was just probably just a mindless action film. You know, they really didn't care. You know, this was not in any way a rese- uh, uh, any resemblance to the Fast and the Furious films at the time. But you know, it it really it really differs itself by being kind of like its own thing, just a gritty and over the top cheesy action film. That's what makes this film entertaining. It didn't it didn't take itself too seriously, but they didn't they didn't do this, these over the top things that kind of you know, took you out of the film. It was just the right amount of action, the right amount of cheese and everything like that. It felt like a, kind of almost like a 90s action film. You know, cheesy with the one-liners, the bad puns and everything like that. You know, it it really, it really solidified the fact that these two guys are great together. And if the, fran- the Fast and the Furious franchise wanted to, they could go into their own adventures with, you know, other characters. You know, there was rumors that, um, there's been a few rumors that there was other spin-off characters that were, they were going to try to do. I know Vin Diesel was one, uh, but for some reason Vin Diesel's spin-off eventually turned into Tokyo Drift, you know, with him kind of out of it. Uh, I know there was rumors that uh, uh, Ludacris and Tyrese were going to do one as well and things like that. And I know there was a big falling out to the fact that because of the whole 
because of the whole issue with Hobbs and Shaw, it pushed back the release date of uh, of Fast Nine and things like that. But then, you know, evidently Fast Nine got pushed even more back because of the um, because of the COVID pandemic. And you know, we'll get more on that when we get to Fast Nine. So, uh, but anyways, guys, this this film, this this uh, Hobbs and Shaw film was pretty good. You know, you got two guys looking for the same thing. Uh, they reintroduce. They introduce his, uh, I can't remember that girl's name that plays uh, Jason Statham's sister, but Helen Mirren is also back as their mother. And the, now, if you heard my review for uh, the Fate of the Fury, you said there was something that kind of bothered me, you know, about the whole family setup with the Shaw family when we get to um, Hobbs and Shaw, and that was. The brothers' dynamic, you know, Owen Shaw and Deckard Shaw, you know, Luke Evans and Jason Statham, that was a tight-knit kind of group and things like that, kind of working together. But when we get to Hobbs and Shaw, and, you know, we are made aware of, by this point we know that Shaw has a a little brother and also a little sister and everything like that. But for some reason they they don't even mention Owen Shaw. And that really kind of bothered me. And I was like, wow, they're just going to just, total disregard to to Luke Evans's character which kind of sucked cuz he was entertaining and in in I thought he was one of the best um he was one of the best aspects of uh Fast and the Furious 6 and his cameo in uh Fate of the Furious was actually pretty good so to total to disregard all of that when we go to Hobbs and Shaw was a bit insulting kind of it was very disheartening you know that was my issue that was more so the issue with this movie than it was uh Fate of the Furious. However, the chemistry between, you know, Deckard and his sister are is really good. They have that tight knit brother sister relationship and things like that. Then their scene with Helen Mirren at the end was kind of cool. It's, you know, it kind of brings the whole thing. You know, that's one thing they kind of kept. That, that the the family mantra was what they kept from the Fast and the Furious legacy. You know, because it's all about kind of like going home. Like the Rock's character has that. The Rock's, you know, he goes back to his Samoan roots and things like that. And you knew damn well because The Rock was in it. And he's, the, you know, he's one of the stars of the movie and he's a producer that he eventually was going to go into his uh, Samoan heritage. So that last act where they go to the island of Samoa and they have that last little throwdown uh, on the island. And it's all very Samoan, very Polynesian, very tribal and things like that, like a band of brothers. And, you know, he hasn't been home in 20 years and things like that. And, his mother has never met his daughter, and, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, like I said, you know, it's all kind of, it, it, you know, The Rock is kind of not running from his family, but because he did out, you know, he did walk out on his family all those years ago, it left a bad taste in their mouth, and it was, it, it, was, it was kind of cool to kind of see that. It was kind of cool to kind of see family coming together, you know, you saw the Shaw family kind of deal with their own issues, and all the, all the while, you know, it, it, you knew eventually... The Rock's character was going to have to do the same thing, and uh, it was like I said, the family mantra is still there. You know, from the from the from the Fast and Furious, it bled over into Hobbs and Shaw. You know, and uh, that was kind of like a cool little underlining thing as far as the storyline aspect was concerned. Uh, but I mean, other than that, there wasn't really any. There wasn't really a standout thing that didn't that differed from. Uh, that differed from the Fast and the Furious uh, series. You know, it's a spinoff, so, you know, 
by now, these have become like mindless action films that are just over the top and things like that. And then I can already tell by looking at the previews of Fast 9 that they're just going to keep going and going until they can't anymore. But um, Hobbs and Shaw was, I don't want to say kind of like a breath of fresh air, but it was very entertaining to see two characters that were, were in, not I don't want to say integral, but were kind of, you know, entertaining and charismatic in their own right, that when they gave them their own adventure, it still kind of kept it all going. You know, nine times out of ten, when you kind of get a spinoff character, when you get a spinoff character, and when you give them their own movie and things like that, it doesn't really go according to plan. Like, if you look at the Pixar movies that did that, um, like Finding Dory and, and Cars 2, they didn't really, you know, do all that well. Even though they're technically not spinoffs, those are more sequels, but when you take a character from a previous film and kind of give them their own adventure, sometimes it doesn't always correlate. Like, yeah, those characters are entertaining in that in their own right, but they're not going to be entertaining to carry out the entire movie. So whereas Hobbs and Shaw is entertaining, and because of the, of the charisma and the, and the chemistry between Jason Statham and The Rock, you kind of understand, you kind of, you kind of buy it, you know, like I said, it's a callback to those 80s and 90s um, buddy cop movies, you know, two guys who are paired together, who are complete polar opposites of each other, but work well together, so, I mean, it pays off in the end, and, you know, it's not going to be, it's not by any means uh, a bad movie, it's a very, like I said, it's a very entertaining action film, so if you go into that movie, with that mindset, you'll you'll be entertained. If you go into it expecting a, you know, like you know, a, a story of two men, you're going to be disappointed. So, the idea is with I've always said after Fast and after Furious Seven, you have to set your expectations low for these type of movies because nine times out of ten they're not going to meet their expectations. If your expectations are low, there's only one way to go, and that's up. So, that's. You know, that's kind of where we're at now. And like with Fast Nine, which we'll get into hopefully later on in the episode. Uh, but with Hobbs and Shaw, it was a cool little spinoff. So uh, you know, you, you you got kind of like the best of both worlds. You kind of got this clean, suave James Bond, but just a little bit more ruthless in in Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham. And then you got the the whole gung ho American in The Rock. So the idea that, you know, these two guys could work together worked really well, very similar to a lot of the buddy cop movies of old. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. Uh, make sure you like and share this, uh, the podcast, whether it's Apple, whether it's uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you follow the Madhouse 21, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. You know, let me know what you guys thought about Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes. This is the final episode uh, for uh, the Fast and Furious because Fast 9 is already out. And, yes, Fast 9 review will come out later today. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Loki, I've already dropped my episodes for Loki and the Bad Batch. Be on the lookout for that. Um, I mentioned in another episode that I, I was thinking about doing a review for the Purge movies. Because, you know, the Forever Purge is coming out this weekend, so I'll you know, be on the lookout for that. I might do it, might not. That all that all stems from the fact that if I actually go and watch uh, the Forever Purge. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I might check it out. I might not check it out. 
But as always, guys, uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. And as always, embrace your inner madness. <laughs>